Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show. And today we're going to be talking about novel equity, NFTs, smart contracts, and the future of ownership. Now, where to begin? I don't think it'd be wise for me to jump in right into NFTs because it's a, it's a simple idea, but for you to really understand it, it might make sense for you to understand the nature of equity and its historical significance. We all understand that owning things is the best way to become wealthy. But that's not the only reason people own things. People might want equity in a business or in an organization or a product or a piece of art because maybe they just want to be able to control it. Or maybe it's just to brag and flex. You think about Christie's. It's a huge auction in London and in England where they do an auction for valuable pieces of arts. It could be Rembrandts. It could be Picasso's. It could be uh, Jackson Pollock's. And they'll go up for a million, two, three, four, five million dollars. And a lot of the time, these people, these rich folks who come into these auction houses, hey, five, five, a million, five, 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 going five, 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 five. Do I hear six? Do I hear six? They're in there bidding on these expenses of pieces of art, not because they care about art, although sometimes that's the case. They're in there because they want something that is rare. They want something that is scarce. They want something that is exclusive and that they can have bragging rights over. So that when their other rich friends come over, they can say, you know, check this out. Jackson Pollock, 1941. Looks like someone was on acid when they made this, but it is fucking badass, isn't it? And they can be like, yes, it's so profound. Ah, the intricacies and the existentialism of life and blah, 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 blah. They can just talk about it, right? Equity. It's no wonder that this profound element of our lives has bled into the new technologies of the world specifically cryptocurrency. And now there's a huge crypto market driving what is now known as NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Non-fungible tokens, it's in a moment of hype right now because a lot of people are calling it the 2004 social media or social networking moment, or they're calling it the 1994 internet moment where it's a pause in time and everyone is thinking, is this going to change the world? specifically the the world of equity and ownership where anybody's pieces of junk whether it be digital or otherwise will suddenly be worth millions of dollars because it is scarce because there is only one of a kind the jackson pollock painting was only valuable because there was only one of them so the scarcity drove it up and economics that's the first thing you learn in econ 101 right demand demand uh is driven by scarcity if there's less of a product if there's not as many of a thing that thing becomes more valuable. Now, the idea of owning uh, a digital product, which is kind of what NFTs are right now, non-fungible tokens, they're tokens, which is uh, a digital product or a digital piece. So let's call it like uh, uh, a digital property. Right now, it's kind of translating for me as uh, something I used to do when I was playing those freemium games. Everyone's heard of Angry Birds. Shadow Legends or I play the Simpsons game or I build my own Simpsons community. These are freemium games. So this was the kind of first introduction to it where you could play, but if you wanted to play faster, you had to buy some kind of digital currency, whether it be stars or gems or diamonds or actual like in-world fake cash so you could progress faster. And then that translated to the digital space within video games where if you wanted to buy a special skin for a character in Fortnite, all of a sudden that was available to you 
And let's say Fortnite was smart and they wanted to issue a one-time only skin. They would put that on the platform. And I don't know, maybe they could sell. I'm not sure if this was done or not, but I know they do sell skins. But let's say they said, okay, we're going to have this one skin. It's going to be of Batman in the 90s. Okay, the Batsuit. And you can purchase the skin for $5,000. That sounds crazy, right? Because why would you buy something for $5,000 that you'll never own physically, that you'll only be able to use in the virtual world? And a lot of people beyond the aesthetics of Batman being a badass motherfucker and looking sweet will do it for, I think the, the kids are calling it clout these days. That, hey, look, I have it and you don't. That is such a powerful driver in psychology and human nature. You can't underestimate that. The need to be special, to stand out. People will pay for that. People will put a premium on that. And digitally, this is the kind of hype that's riding or driving NFTs to a crazy, crazy, uh, not a plateau yet, but it's rising. And there's a lot of hype around it. So an NFT. So if you've ever bought a digital skin for a video game, or if you've ever purchased a virtual currency, that's an NFT. That's a form of an NFT, something you'll never own physically or never. And you know, so, something that other people can own otherwise, and you own it to say you can own it or to progress. So it progress in the sense of the video game. So now we go from the evolution of freemium to virtual skins to exclusive skins when it comes to online games to the actual nft token market so to the actual non-fungible market right and non-fungible means you can't return it it's a one-time purchase and they're negotiated via smart contract which is a contract that is digitally encrypted and enabled with a certain set of instructions to transact a deal online and those are created by the seller sometimes by the buyer to make these transactions happen and the transactions the currency that you're actually paying for these nfts through is with cryptocurrency cryptocurrency this is the i would say this is the first kind of cottage industry of cryptocurrencies because you can't buy nfts unless you have a cryptocurrency or you have a wallet they, they call it a digital wallet with uh, an a crypto. So it could be a Bitcoin, it could be an Ethereum, right? There's a lot of them. Uh, I actually bought some Ethereum lately because I have a proposition that I might put out there to the world to get in on this NFT craziness. But yeah, you have BNB, you have Smart Chain, you have Bitcoin, you have Ethereum. These are all part of the blockchain, which is cryptocurrency and uh, the uh, decentralized finance world that is driving um, essentially the currency of the internet. And you can use this currency of the internet and because it's cryptocurrencies birthed so many multimillionaires in the last five, 10 years. What do bored, rich people who have a lot of new currency online do? Well, they create an economy around themselves. And what's the first thing you're going to do? Well, why not buy a dancing cat meme to say that you own it? Why? Because why would you want to own a Jackson Pollock painting to brag, to flex, to be like, I own this. Anybody can see this, right? Anybody can see that cat meme. Anybody can see the whatever real weird picture. And right now the NFT market is kind of digitally driven by pictures, memes, and uh, digital gifts. Those are kind of uh, things that are being sold right now at a premium. A lot of sports highlights. There's a site called NBA Top Shot where if you go on one of these uh, NFT platforms, 
you can go and buy a digital highlight of an NBA player. Uh, the one there was one that just sold of LeBron James, where he was doing a reverse dunk or something, and it sold for two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred eight thousand dollars in uh, in in cryptocurrency. So it's a video that anybody can see. You can go on YouTube and see this video. So it's not like it's it's once you purchase it, once you purchase an NFT, you're the only person who can view it. You're the only person who has access to it. You just own it digitally. So you're paying. It's like it's like virtual real estate. If I own a piece of land, commercial real estate, for example, let's say I own I own a building and I decide to rent it out to a coffee shop. Anybody can come and check out that coffee shop, right? It's free to the public, but I own the land. I own the property. I'm the landlord. Selling NFTs on the internet is akin to being a digital landlord. So it's blowing up because the idea of being an owner, number one, is cool. And the idea of having something that you can sell online that doesn't have to be super hard to create or did like, you know, super intensive. It could be a cat video or it could be a selfie of your parents or it could be something really unique and you put it online. Anybody has access to it, but someone wants to own it digitally. That's a market. It's if you and NFTs can apply to anything really, as long as it can go online and you can purchase it. If you're willing to sell the quote unquote ownership of it, it's an NFT. So what are my thoughts on this? Well, as soon as I found out about this and my buddy sent me a clip of uh, NFTs blowing up, I already had some Ethereum. I had, I don't know, like point, point one, point one Ethereum because the digital, uh, we'll do another episode on uh, cryptocurrencies, but the cryptocurrency market right now is nuts. Like one Bitcoin is 50, almost 57 or $58,000, depending on the day. One Ethereum is 2000 uh, $2,000 cash American. So I have 0.1 <laughs> Ethereum, uh, but that's still enough to uh, start up your own account on one of these NFT marketplaces. There's a bunch of them. I use OpenSea. So if you went to OpenSea.com, you will maybe one day see uh, an Akeem NFT marketplace. And what will I sell on this marketplace? Well, I have a show called Akeem's Dream Show. Have you ever wanted to own one of my episodes well you might be the lucky guy or girl out there who can be the proud owner of this episode one day for how much money who knows maybe i'll have it christie style and bid it out to the highest bidder but isn't that interesting this podcast will still be free but somebody else will own it that's what nfts are that's why it's exciting people because it's allowing it's commerce on steroids. It's allowing people to sell stuff and it's allowing people to buy stuff that is arbitrarily priced and fixed based on the free market principles of supply and demand and scarcity. And it's just completely blowing the lid off what is capable. Because if you have a crazy cat picture at home and you put it on this NFT market and somehow it goes viral, and I think that's going to be part of this too, is it's not just about posting pictures. It's like who actually cares, right? So if you have a community on these platforms, these NFT marketplaces, that would be the biggest thing. So the people who I think are doing really well on these NFT platforms are the athletes, right? The people who have a, like a, a fan base or a community built around them. Uh, that's why the NBA one with the NBA uh, with the LeBron James video, that one sold really quick because there's a huge community in the NBA and NBA Top Shot, they're tapping into that community of uh, sports fans. 
So when that video went up for sale, uh, it got a lot of views and it got a lot of uh, hype and the price was driven up. But if you're just no, if Joe Blow going on to one of these OpenSea or any of these other kind of marketplaces and you're trying to sell your picture for $100,000, I'm not saying it's impossible because it's still very early on, but it's less likely because nobody knows who you are and it's very, very uh, random, right? So yeah, I wouldn't say it's the new gold rush, but the amount of hype around it, it makes me nervous and it makes me excited at the same time. Because the idea, the principle behind it, I think it does have legs and I think it can really change the world. If you are a random person out there who doesn't have any real assets to note, hey, who's to say you can't scribble a painting? Uh, or I don't know if you'll be able to put physical items on there like you can on Marketplace or Kijiji. But who's to say somebody wouldn't want to own that digitally? So it's, uh, it's quite wild. And I would encourage you to research it. There's a lot of free tools out there. But yeah, NFTs, smart contracts, and the, and the future of ownership. Owning real estate on the web, metaphorically speaking. So hopefully I didn't butcher that. And hopefully you're not more confused than when you first came here. But yeah, non-fungible tokens. They're tokens, digital products you buy online that you'll never physically own. But that you'll own online. It'll be yours forever. And you got the street cred. With that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show. I really appreciate you checking me out, uh, giving me a listen. If you like the show, please give me five stars and subscribe. Share with a friend. That's how the podcast gets to grow. I love doing this. I love spreading ideas and sharing my thoughts and crazy theories with the world. Enjoy yourself. Have a great day. And I hope you become an NFT Billionaire. Peace.